Welcome to Football with Susan. That's the sound of the crowd going wild. All right. Hello, Susan. Hello, Cats fans. <laughs> How are you going? <gasps> Excellent. Could you explain why? Well, Catherine, yeah. on Friday night... Geelong Cats redeemed themselves from their shocking performance the week before. Shocking. And beat West Coast this week by 20 points. They uh -huh. were fabulous. So you're on cloud nine? Yes. Okay. Could you explain what happened? What, last week well, or the week before? The, well, why don't we start with the week why before? Why don't we start with the week before? So, my buddy, Bridget... And I, <laughs> buddy slash second daughter, daughter. <laughs> uh, went, went to the football to see in the first qualifying final to see Geelong get smashed by Collingwood, which mm -hmm. is terribly hard to take. Mm. And there were so many issues around that game that I, I just don't even know where to start, but they played dreadfully and yeah. um, they didn't deserve to win and it was very disappointing. Yeah, okay. Um, so how did you think? So, okay, actually, this might be a good time to bring Jared in. Uh-oh. Let's talk about Not it. Not Collingwood Jared, we need you. Um, could you explain a little bit more hope. while we wait for Jared about uh, that game and what happened and... The game itself? Yeah. Well, the game itself just started badly for Geelong. Mm. Collingwood had 25 points on the board before Geelong even scored. Come in, Collingwood fan, Jared. So, um, Hello. we just had a, a late entry from Jared Bates, who is a Collingwood supporter, um, and I thought maybe it would be a nice time to uh, just have your side of what happened. Try and get an unbiased um, During that game. Uh, last week, where Geelong. Geelong. Yeah. Thank you for the glowing introduction. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jared is a, a person, and he's just entered the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My perspective on Collingwood's victory over Geelong. Yeah. That's what you would like. Yeah. This is very hard to sensitive ground. Very hard to sensitive ground, but well, I'm very excited. I'm I'm literally in the middle of the two of them. <laughs> And loving it. Yeah, watching it's right. <laughs> I well, I didn't actually. I saw some highlights. Oh, Jared! I know. I know. Oh, well, what sort of fan doesn't can be watch hard, the whole game? It can be hard to get Catherine to watch the game with me. <laughs> Again, that's true. <laughs> but what I will yeah. say is that it seemed a very typical Collingwood win, where they were dominant early. Yes. But certainly let the opposition back into the game late. Well, Susan, I'm not sure about being let back into oh. the game, but they certainly, Geelong, <laughs> did after the first, Five well, back. I think it would be fair to say as, mm. as we gave Collingwood mm. a 25-point start, that by after that, Geelong was winning the ball because we only lost by 10 points. Mm. Mm. And so we obviously scored more than mm. Collingwood for the rest of the game, but it was such a dreadful start, mm. it ruined the whole game for me. Jared? Yeah, yeah, and it seems to be a bit of a Collingwood thing now in the finals to start with great intensity. Yeah, they did that to they Richmond did. last year. Mm. Um, mm. And they did it in the grand final last year. Okay. Mm. So and look, you know. How confident are you feeling about Collingwood's victory this year? Oh, I'm never super confident. Out uh -huh. of 10? 
Out of ten. Oh, yes, out of ten. Yeah. I'll Jared. give it. I'll give it a six. You're six out of yeah, ten. Yeah, we're showing some good oh. signs. And but... Susan, at, out of ten, Geelong. Oh, probably about a six. So Ooh. we've got two no, sixes. Imagine if two okay. sixes made the grand final. Yes. Yeah. Well, that yes. would be a twelve, yes. and oh. I'm not quite sure that. <laughs> <Yes>. we're... <laughs> twelve out of ten. <laughs> We'd be twelve out of ten for someone's victory. Oh, great. Yes. Well, on a personal yes. level, Jared, um, can I ask mm. you how it feels for your you know, partner's mother to be a Geelong supporter. <laughs> I have so many feelings. <laughs> yeah. Is it disappointing? No, well, no, because, see, the thing is, I've always had a soft spot for Geelong oh. as, a, as a football club. But oh, no one... Mum's no facial one... expression right now is but... just body language <laughs> to the wazoo. <laughs> no one... I think I'm being very good. No one in the world who doesn't barrack for Collingwood has a soft spot for Collingwood. Mm. So no, I'm not going to get that in return. No, so I just have some, true. you know, I'm just a bit. The fact that I don't get these fun feelings back from anyone, then I just want to be. Oh. He's coping. Yeah. Okay, and mum, mm. um, I mean, I guess similar question. Mm. Having your your partner's your daughter's <laughs> partner is a uh, Collingwood supporter. Mm. Um, feelings. Oh. I'm quite happy to, to uh, talk with Jared about football any time. Okay. I think Susan and I have come a long way. I yeah. think we have. I do think that's true. I, you yeah. know, we just give each other heaps. No, we don't actually. Mm-hmm. Look, we, we talk very, very, yeah. very um, generously about yeah. each other's mm-hmm. teams. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, no one's Differently to my ones. father, who would barely let somebody who barracked for Collingwood in the front door. Well, I do recall, and look, we didn't talk about this at the last, uh, in the last podcast, but oh, we've got a dog trying to enter the, the room. Um, the first time Jared came over for lunch and, uh, and I, I was trying to, to prod a little bit and kind of said, oh, Were you being a bit provocative? I was being a bit provocative. Oh, right. And I said, um, mum, <laughs> did you know that um, Jared is a Collingwood supporter? And I thought maybe that, that you hadn't heard me because – you just kept talking about whatever we had previously been talking about. And I thought, that's interesting. Maybe mum hasn't heard me say this. So then later on in the lunch, I, I said, so did again. you know that Jared is a Collingwood supporter? And to that, I got, um, again, nothing. And then I said, mum, what's going on? And you said, well, I thought if I just couldn't think of anything nice to say, I just wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I think. And I support that. It's funny, isn't because it? Because I was just trying to make a good impression at that yeah. point. <laughs> he's, he's given up on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. Now, Jared, while we've got you here, yes. before you go, you yes. have a question um, from the oh, crowd for Mum. So maybe you can ask it yourself. Uh, it's just here. No, I'm no, showing no, him what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering how you feel about taking on Richmond at the MCG next week. Given, well, the, given, the, given that Geelong you know, finished on top, I know, they're yet to have I a home know. final. Well, in some ways, the preliminary final is probably a different beast. Mm. My, 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 um, my home ground anger and mm. frustration was probably more around the first two games, which yeah. are supposedly home games. Next mm. week's not supposed to be a home game for any, right. either team. Mm-hmm. It is disappointing to me still that we are playing teams at the MCG that have that as their home ground. Mm. And it is a distinct advantage. Mm. You know, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and I do think, to be fair, 
it probably is time that the AFL started playing games at independent grounds mm-hmm. for Usually both territories. teams. Yes, mm-hmm. oh. because it's the only way it's going to be fair to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, and, but the difficulty, as I've learned, is the contractual obligations that the MCG and the AFL have, mm-hmm. and that's where it all starts to fall apart. Oh. Sounds like we need to take this to the top. But I think, yes, as yeah. I have to tried to do in yeah. my letter writing. But, yeah. uh, look, I'm, yeah, I think I think now that Geelong has played there twice in the last two weeks, I think that's probably helped a lot. Mm. And I don't really yeah. think, and I, I think that Geelong need to be better prepared last week if that was the issue. I don't think that was the issue. But it does make me very cross that the um, AFL stinks still keeps calling these early finals mm. home grounds mm. when they're not mm. home grounds. I think it was well, <coughs> yeah. Well, let's, um, this brings me to my next point, and maybe, Jared, you, if you don't mind staying, you could help me with this. No problem. Um, so I've got a letter here that Mum has written <laughs> to um, Brian Cook, CEO of the Geelong Football Club. I did. Yes. Um, maybe Jared, we could read this paragraph for paragraph if you, if you. Oh yeah. Um, because yep. it's a bit long, so I think maybe <laughs> if, we, if we mix our, yeah, if we switch it up with our voices, um, oh maybe Mum, you can do a paragraph oh. as well. So you're not right, asking me to together. impersonate your voice. Oh, you oh, can do whatever don't. you like. But um, I'll start. I'll start us off. So um, it's titled subject home final, all cap, all caps. Well, clear H and F caps. Clear direct. Attention, <laughs> Brian Cook. Chief, Chief of Executive Officer. I'm not very good at reading out loud, so no, let's see what happens. Thanks, Mum. Well, this is why you're here. Encouragement. <laughs> Dear Brian, I am not going to the game we are playing against West Coast on Friday night. That's a strong start. It was a strong statement. My daughter and I went to the game against Collingwood this past Friday night, and it left me feeling very upset as a, as a Geelong supporter and member of many years. Jared. <clears throat> I acknowledge that the game organisers tried very hard to make it feel like a home game, capital letters, home game, but it was not at all. The Collingwood fans outnumbered us two to one and I cannot see how playing it on the MCG could in any way be an advantage to our team. It seemed hardly worth us making the top four and be minor premiers if we cannot get the advantage of a home game at Skills Stadium just as... The other top teams received. Mum is nodding. As I'm you're impressed reading. to see it not called Cadinia Park in the letter. Mm. Yeah, uh, I understand all the arguments about the size of our own ground, but I don't believe, in all fairness, that it is the point at all. Well, in fact, what I realise mm. is it's actually not called Skill Stadium anymore. Oh. <laughs> That is quite a dig. The names constantly. Wow. Well, you should. I, I think that they. I think you've made that point actually very nicely. Again, proving it's a just little, about money. A little dig mm. at them. Yeah. Um, do you want to go for the next paragraph, Mum? Yeah. There are other reasons for the game not being Geelong friendly. One, I caught the train thinking it would save time, relieve the tra- traffic congestion in the city, and on the Westgate Freeway. But I stood on the train all the way from South Geelong to Southern Cross and then from Southern Cross to Flinders Street. We walked the rest of the way to the MCG. I am a retiree. (laughs) And standing in the train for an hour and a half was a real challenge. The tram back to Flinders Street was also standing room only. Thankfully, I did get a seat on the train back from Southern Cross Station to South Geelong. Amazing. I think because it's quite long, I might skim the rest, but yes. give you the highlights. 
Um, point two, the tickets cost $93 each and I had rung at 9.03 a.m. Mm. on the designated morning, which is which is very spot on, spot on I would mm. say. Mm. I hope that, that you time-checked that. Mm. Um, yeah. Left Heighton at 4.30. Oh, sorry. Left suburb that mum <laughs> lives in <laughs> in Geelong at 4.30. Didn't get back till 1 a.m. Yes. Very, very long, long, that's intense. long afternoon. Yeah, you've said that's unsustainable. Then yeah. I think this is probably my favourite paragraph, uh, which is that saying that mum became a member of Geelong back in the 90s and apart from the fabulous Gary Ablett, <laughs> the community feel was what kept mum uh, coming back. Uh, why are we not playing the game at Cadinia Park on Friday oh, night? A is. very direct question and then saying that she will remain a faithful supporter and then signs off yours sincerely, Susan Kelly, sent from my iPad. Good, yes. Any... Uh, Succinct. Well, what yeah. I have found since then, of course, um, which has answered my question, is that the AFL has a contractual agreement with the MCG that they will play one final at the MCG, mm. at least one final mm. every final through the final series every week. Yeah. And it, it happened this year that Geelong is the only team that wasn't then, because it's a Victorian team, mm. was available to play at the MCG, even though we came top of the ladder and should have had the advantage of a home game. Now, what there's all sorts of issues around that, and I suppose we can't walk away from the fact of the, that we belong to the AFL. But it still seems to me, I heard all sorts of stuff being said by various um, Collingwood Football Club presidents <laughs> about this whole thing. And what it boils down to, it's just unfair to, to a team. It would have been unfair if um, Bulldogs had been forced to play the MCG mm. when their home ground is, um, is uh, Docklands. It would have been, you know, but we're, because we're so close to Melbourne, um, it's just assumed that it's okay. Well, it isn't okay. Mm. I wholeheartedly agree. Mm. Mm. It's not okay. I mean, it put us in a real disadvantage. As a fan, puts me at quite a, a cost and also mm. at a disadvantage. And um, mm. I just don't think that it's it's appropriate. Did Bar did Brian respond to you? No, I have had no response to that. Come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. All right. Well, this is directly a message for Brian. Yeah. Respond to my mum's letter. What else are you doing right now? What could you possibly have on that is going to prevent you from prioritising this? I don't know. So hopefully next week, Brian will be long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, long-time yeah. listener. This is a call-out for Brian. <laughs> Give us a call. Our number is... No. <laughs> Mum's direct number is... I mean, I'm sure she's put it on the email. Um uh, thank you very much, Jerry. Oh, um, yeah, thank yeah. you. Get out. Thank we'll, you, uh, everyone. We will um, probably, I'll probably, because this is a, a very, um, it, like, a, lots of money goes into this podcast, so I'll yes. probably put in some, like, applause or something. <laughs> oh, great. Um, High so. production value. That's right. Yeah, production yeah. value. Go Pies. Yeah. Oh, go, Ooh. go. Um, <laughs> okay, well, the next thing I have um, on this note is uh, something that I think is relevant, which is a little story um, that we that was shared with us um, <laughs> by Robin Cotton, mm. uh, who uh, sent this message to us on Facebook. 
which I think I might read the highlights of as well because I think this is the funniest thing <laughs> that has happened in response <laughs> to this podcast. I'm still not sure if it's for real. I have some questions about it as well. I'd like to think it is real and I think maybe it is, but um, this is what Robin Cotton put on Facebook. Another in-depth interview with Catherine Kelly, but I did miss Lily's perspective perceptive comments and maybe we can have something from Lily later we'll see Mm, we'll see um so Susan and Catherine I have to tell you that I listened to the podcast while enjoying breakfast at Pope Jones the wonderful cafe uh once situated in Brunswick this is not relevant uh blah 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 uh da, 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 da 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 Richard wanted to listen to the podcast uh in the cafe as well so the volume was up high batteries a bit flat in his hearing aid and this this makes me very concerned about the fact that they're listening to a podcast on loudspeaker in a cafe which seems like very poor form anyway uh uh, as the podcast progressed i noticed that a guy sitting next to us was becoming increasingly agitated at the end he asked me who was the commentator and i mentioned that your name was susan kelly well then did he went Then he went on to tell me rather aggressively that he was intimately involved with the Collingwood Football Club and the media. He wanted me to let you know that he was sick of grizzling Geelong supporters and that if Collingwood gave you... That if Collingwood gave you a 10-goal lead, which is something that you had requested in the previous episode, um, you would never catch up. He also mentioned that he would bend your name around media outlets and you would never get a commentator's name... Never get a commentator's job. Which is, is that a goal of yours? No, not at all. (laughs) Thankfully. (laughs) As for Catherine Kelly, this man, um, I think he said his name was Eddie Maguire and he likes your voice and giggle. Uh, (laughs) Shall I pass your number on? On the other issue, um, I was rather miffed at Susan Kelly's dismissive attitude towards my two football heroes, Carl and Warwick. I'm sure if they were on the field at... In these times, they would have diminished Gary Ablett. Looking forward to the next issue. So I think as I read this, it's becoming even more questionable to me about whether this is a real thing that happened or not. But uh, yes. I really like to hope it is uh, well, an I, angry I would think it would be a supporter. wonderful thing, but I, yeah. I think it might be a good story. Okay. All right. Well, Robin, <laughs> this question is for you. Did this really happen? And was it Eddie Maguire? And if so... Um, Please don't ever pass your number, my number, onto Eddie Maguire. And Mum, would you like your oh, number? Oh, absolutely pass- not. <laughs> so this is a message for everyone listening to this podcast. Please never pass our numbers on to Eddie Maguire. Uh, okay. So, Mum, tell where are we now? What's happening? What happened? I think maybe we can move on to I think last we can night's move game. On now. So, no, Friday night. Friday night. Two days. So ago. I was not. I was. I was feeling fairly um, resigned to the fact that Geelong was probably going to go out in straight sets. I mean, we were we played so poorly, mm. and um, people were upset, very upset, with the coach and also with the performance of the players. So I sort of almost thought to myself, we didn't, we weren't going. Um, maybe I won't even bother watching it. Mm. But of course, I couldn't help myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we started off completely different. It was a completely different team. They were intense. They were, they wanted the ball. They went after it. They kicked four goals before West Coast had scored. 
so it was a completely opposite interaction mm. and then West Coast did come back as they would, of course they would they're a great team uh, West Coast are from Perth from those, for those uh, people who are oh, listening who, who are not because from this because we do have some international ours. listeners yes we yeah, do have and some, some questions and we need to up. make sure that they understand West That's Coast right. Team is a team that is resides in Perth. They're on the west coast. West coast of Australia. <laughs> um, and anyway, they are a great team. They have a wonderful ruckman called Nick Nafanui, and he is just fabulous. Big, big, tall guy with dreadlocks. He's mm. wonderful player. Very athletic. Anyway, we we did well. Great, we did well. Um, could you tell me uh, like the best moments of the game? Oh, there were many best moments, but the ball coming into the forward line and getting marked by Tom, Tom Hawkins. Oh, and there's a story to tell about Tom Hawkins. Mm. Um, but also some of the smaller forwards just picking up the ball and kicking through the goals very quickly. The difference this week was the speed at which Geelong played. Mm. They were quick. They mm. were kicking the ball quickly. They weren't second-guessing themselves like they had the week before. They were just getting on it. And playing the game, mm. and um, uh, yeah, look, I can't think of anything right now that's specific. But other than the fact that the intensity was was greatly oh, uh, Ratigalia uh, again, one of our forwards who is a big, tall guy, only twenty years of age, got a big future in front of him. He um, marks the ball beautifully and has a good kick. So mm-hmm. he's the future of the club. So it was a little bit close because, you know, I didn't watch the game. Mm. I've watched one game this mm. season. Mm. And look, but, you know, I thought I felt like I was getting closer to some emotional investment because I did feel like, you know, Jared was keeping me up to date on the score. Mm. And I did get a bit nervous. Mm. Well, at 13 I just, time, I thought we'd lost. Yep. Because we were behind at that stage. Yep. Uh, they had caught right up and we were ahead of us. I thought, oh, no, we're, yep. we're going to lose. And then the fourth quarter, Geelong just came out and yep. just blew them away. And, in fact, I don't think West Coast got a goal in the last quarter. We just mm. completely stopped them, and that was great. Well, I, I thought that actually I am my mother's daughter at the point when when we had just gotten back in front and my emotional reaction was to um, tell Jared that I didn't want to know and could he just let me know when the game was over and that we had won? <laughs> well, I did have and to go and walk around the backyard for did. the last five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was a bit chilly, but it was not – no, it was quite a pleasant night. Mm. I did have my jammies on and my dressing gown, and yeah. I just put on the lights outside and went out walking oh. so that I didn't have to give myself – and the other thing to note is that this was a three-cup-of-tea game. A three-cup-of-tea game. Yes. And I how many cups three. of tea? It's usually two. Oh, no, usually only one. Oh, I thought you made but two I cups of tea. I had peppermint and I had two chamomile. So that was the, oh, piece, that the was, hard stuff. Yes, I was having the real hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because I was, it was a I two was. peppermint chamomile <laughs> night at the Kelly household. That is rough. Kevin was in bed yeah. and I was just dealing with this stress all on okay. my own. Okay, mm. good. Well, Bridget did show me about 3,000 text messages <laughs> that you had sent her. She sent them um, to me too. It okay, wasn't just, it was both ways. We were, we were texting yep. each other. Just okay, the same. there was text on both yes, sides. Yes. Well, I want to show you something mm. um, that maybe you can then comment on. So um, let's see if you can see this. Can you press the play button without? Play. Oh, dear, yes. Dear old Tommy, what's he doing? Oh, naughty boy. 
I think he just gets a bit carried away. He's very, he's a very affable person, big, gentle giant, but he, naughty boy. He went after he'd given him a bit of a, a bit of a tickle around the cheek. A tickle? No, he had his arm up. You know, he definitely hit him. And um, I think that he deserves to be suspended for a week. However, it's very disappointing because okay. we really need him in that forward yeah. line. He's a big guy. He's like a mountain and he can mark the ball one-handed and, yeah. So well, Bridget said something that I didn't quite understand, but maybe you can comment on. So if they can test it, he mm. might get two weeks. No, well, I, I was reading in the newspaper they, they don't do that anymore. Right. So if he – they they will be contesting the – they, because the week before there'd been a couple of quite serious incidents mm. um, and the, the players got fined. So it would be nice mm -hmm. if perhaps he was fined rather than suspended. Okay. But we'll see. So what happens next week? Okay, so next what, where week... Where to from here? Right, so next week is called the preliminary final, uh -huh. which determines which two teams will go into the grand final. So there are two games next weekend. Geelong is playing Richmond at uh -huh. the MCG on Friday night. And then Collingwood is playing the Greater Western Sydney team at the MCG probably Saturday night. Uh -huh. And the winner of those two games will then go to the grand final, which will be the following Saturday. Okay. So it's just a four-week se uh, final series, mm. Sarah. It doesn't go on forever and ever and ever like the basketball does. It's yeah. just four weeks. And just four weekends. There are we don't they don't play endlessly. And Mum, um, oh Bridget, oh, Bridget. Bridget Kelly has just entered the My room. My fellow football girl. Mum's favourite football thing. Now, Bridget, do you have any um, any particular questions you'd like to ask Mum? I don't know what has already been achieved. Yeah, look, we've we've, been we've really I'd say nothing's been achieved as usual well, do you have questions on this for podcast. Me? Yeah, um, Mum, do you have any questions for Bridget? Bridget, going how into do you the think game? we should go to the game on Friday night? Should we, oh, yeah. should we tackle this is the always a, again? This is always a winner. Oh. We've already read her email to Brian. Oh, should we, should we decide to – now, you, it's your last day of Term 3, yes. so it's going to be a busy day. And also – I finished quite early. Oh, yes. Well, that makes it a little bit easier. Um, but it's – Yes, so we have to make that decision, and, mm. and I'm going to let Bridget decide this Look, time. Look, I think if we decide to take the train, that's fine, but perhaps we either get on at an earlier station, mm. or, yeah, that's what I've got. Okay. <laughs> Catch an earlier train. Yeah. Catch an earlier train. Nah, I think we just get on at a, a different station, yeah. or we just take the train that starts at Collingwood. I think maybe No, in Anyway, okay. we, we can discuss this later. The train home was fine. The train yeah. mum did make the distance walk. She did make the distance. I hear I hear that the um the train etiquette, you know, mm. as you said, you are a retiree mm. and there was people on the train mm. who were quite yes, a lot young. younger. Yes. And is it fair to say no one offered you no their one. seat? No one. Which is unusual because on the on the train normally I have when I was working in Melbourne a few years ago, I was a little bit shocked when people started jumping out of their seat to offer me one. Mm. And I thought, I'm not that old yet. Mm. However, when it really helped, would have helped on, on uh, last Friday night, nobody is, is, nobody was um, offering at all. No. 
and that was a little disappointing. Mm. But or I suppose we just go and park. We have to perhaps get on at the beginning of the train rather than waiting to itself to lock the gate. Or we okay. park in the city. And the other thing is, Bridget, do you think we have a chance of winning next Friday night? What's oh, your ch- What's your uh, position on this? Given that Geelong plays well every second week, Uh-oh. it's not looking as helpful. But I also think that I that anything could happen. Anything I think that happen. Richmond are very strong, and I think Geelong will have to be at their absolute best. But do you think Tommy is going to be there? No, you don't. I think he's probably going to miss a week. Yeah. Do you think they'll suffer without him? I think we can cover him. I think that he's a big loss. <laughs> it's a big loss. But yes. perhaps changing things up a bit might not be a bad thing. We However, if the best defenders from Richmond's best defenders end up not having to cover Tom Morgan, they will then have to cover some of our other forwards, which may not be what we want. Yeah, it could be. But at the same time, I think that... Um, you know, we are moving into a new paradigm for the team and I think there's some young players who are very confident. Thinking of one, um, Brian Myers. The word Myers. paradigm has never once before been used <laughs> to describe <laughs> the football match. Oh, we have. Kevin Kelly just walked in the door. Great. Well, no, I haven't actually. I'm just standing at the door side. <laughs> uh, well, this could be a good question to ask Kevin Kelly's um, – a good time to ask Kevin Kelly's question from the crowd – so um, I'm actually going to ask this in a slightly different way because we have got Bridget here as well. Um, actually, and Dad, you can participate in this too, so come on in. Please. So we're going to ask this question, but I'm going Thank to you. ask you, the both of you and Mum's going to say whether or not you're correct. Right. So you're going to ask me Kevin Kelly's question is, who is Susan's second favourite team? Do not answer this, Mum. Bridget, I'm going to ask you first. Who is Mum's second favourite team? She doesn't have a second favourite team. <laughs> she doesn't know who any of the other teams she are. She wouldn't even know who the coaches or the players are. Yeah. Oh, that's unfair. If I if I had to pick one, I would say probably the Bulldogs. Okay. Um, Dad, do you know any football teams? <laughs> I know three of them. Okay. And I'd like to the, say the Wanderers. Her second favorite team would be Geelong Seconds, <laughs> but I'm going to say because her family barracked many years for Carlton. And they still do. Uh, and they still do. I would like to say Carlton, but mm-hmm. I think that's wrong. Excuse me, Mum. Excuse me. I would like to say Brisbane because she felt sorry that Brisbane <laughs> lost on uh, last night. Why? I asked her why, and, and she, <laughs> she said because they were young and fit and, and punky. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say she, that. She that is, like they look really good running around. I did not right. say so, that. Also, I think a better question would be. And then I'd like to say Fitzroy, but they don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Fitzroy uh, are the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, that's true. I would like to say a better question. I would like to say... Probably a more interesting answer would be, who does mum hate the most? (laughs) All right, well, let's ask that next. That's easy. So I'm Mm going to say her second favourite team is Portestry. (laughs) And what? who is her least favourite team? You want to get Jared in? (laughs) I mean, we've already had a great discussion about that. Also, Hawthorne. And Hawthorne. (coughs) Okay, so we have have favourites. Bridget's picked... 
Bulldogs. Dad's picked. What a scry. <laughs> slightly. Well, then they are bulldogs. It's the Western Bulldogs. Oh, see, Dad doesn't know. No, he doesn't. I didn't. Catherine didn't. I didn't. Know. Um, <laughs> and the least favourite team we have Collingwood and. Well, it's it's a tough one because there's a lot of teams she dislikes. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say that any, it's any pretty team. close between Collingwood and Hawthorne, mostly because both. Teams have been very, very competitive with Geelong in the last probably, well, forever. And Hawthorne did beat Geelong in the grand final. She cheated. Okay. But Collingwood in general, I think after Friday night, Richmond are going to be a very close third. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Kevin's left. But, um, Mum, we can throw to you. So, uh, who is your. Second favourite well, team. I, I would like, in my own defence, to say that I never ever said the Brisbane players were hunky. I never said that at all. Well, well I'm sure they're I, devastated to I, know that you don't think they're hunky. <laughs> what I said was that they were, very, they were a very young team and very okay. energetic. And as a retiree, it's probably not appropriate. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> and and as a woman of my age, or I do not uh-huh. discuss. That. Do not discuss. Hunky players. <laughs> so, who is your second favourite team? Well, your father was correct. There is a. Hang I on, do have. A, I, I do have a soft spot. Oh, for she's Carlton. just given Bridget there just one second <laughs> finger. Okay. Well, I I do have a soft spot for Carlton. Yeah. My family has always voted for Carlton, mm-hmm. and um, voted for them. Oh, yes. Barracked for, for them. Yeah. And and our to our international friends. Barracking is the term that we use. <laughs> Rooting. Rooting means something much worse here in Australia. Yes, does but, um, absolutely. For some reason we use the term barracking and yeah. I really don't know why. Anyway, um, so I, I often talk to my father when I visit them about Carlton Football Club. So, But unfortunately yeah. Carlton have been... They have been very bad for a very long time. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, I do. I have got a soft spot for the Bulldogs. They're okay. probably our closest. In so you say both are correct. Both are correct. Okay. And they are also correct in the teams that I I probably dislike the most. Yeah. That would be Collingwood and Hawthorne. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, we're going to take a couple of questions from the crowd now. So the first one is from Ros Lambert, who Ooh, you might Ros. know as being my sister. Your sister. Yes. Um. And she was a little upset, I think, about mm-hmm. some of the comments you made about Ooh. Collingwood oh, last week on the podcast. She says, Susan, your brother-in-law and lovely nephews are Collingwood members. I'm sure your assessment of Collingwood supporters doesn't extend to them? Question oh, mark, question mark? I didn't think that my – I didn't really think I assessed Collingwood supporters other than I talked about the historical um, context of mm-hmm. the Collingwood Football Club. Mm-hmm. But people generally these days, I think – Come from all walks of life and all mm. personalities and all, I mean, you know, okay. all people. And so, so, what do you have to say? My brother-in-law or okay. my, my nephew are, are much loved, and yeah. I don't mind the fact that they barrack for Collingwood. I just don't agree with them. So, what she says is she doesn't mind your perspective. <laughs> she doesn't mind you. You can barrack for whoever you, you want. You can barrack for whoever However, you want. So, do what it's you the want. Wrong okay. All right. Well, that's all. That sounds very um, well constructed yes. as a response. Um, so we have a question from Sarah Kelly, yes. who uh, is your sister-in-law, yes. who lives in California. Yes. Um, she, long-time listener, first-time question asker. 
She actually is obviously a very long time listener because mm. her question relates to one of our very first podcasts. Yes. Um, where I believe what, what had happened was you, that you lost your ticket. Um, mm. And she says she has two questions. So mm. the first question is, did you ever find your ticket? Well, I thought we might have touched on this in a, in a previous podcast. but maybe So come on, haven't. Sarah. Are you really no, listening? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, just <laughs> top, I've just told a lot of people and laughed about it. Uh-huh. We've all heard the story, but I'm yes, we're here again. Yeah. So obvi- I found the ticket, Sarah. <laughs> I had rung the club on the Monday to ask them if they could replace my ticket. Yeah. And they sent me a new ticket within 24 hours. Very good service, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And I got my new ticket and I went to put my new ticket into the drawer that I usually keep my tickets and there was my other ticket. So the answer <laughs> is... So then... And you had written to them, I believe, to tell them you'd lost your ticket yes, as well. Yes. Did you write to Brian about no, no, that? No, 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 just, just, <laughs> okay. no. I just rang the club, actually. Okay, so Brian, However, don't worry. She's got a ticket. Then, of course, I was holding these two tickets that looked identical in my hand and they had told me that my old ticket would now be no longer a valid. Mm. They would invalidate it immediately. So then I had two tickets in my hand and I couldn't remember which was the new one and which was the old one. Mm. So I put them both together on my lanyard and when I got to the ground the next week, I presented both of them and I said, whichever one works, that's the one I'm using. Great. And, then, and they were like, Susan's here. Don't worry about it. I've got this. And the other we'll one this, I immediately took off the lanyard and put in the bin. Okay. So the answer to the question and is... And can I, can I just add here oh, that oh, for oh. anyone that um, has ever attended any sort of event with Susan, getting to the event... Is probably the most stressful part of the whole evening. Yeah. So the fact that she had two tickets as she entered the ground was very much at the forefront of everyone's mind. Okay. And how she was going to deal with that. Good. Great. But once we're there, the stress is over. No, there's no stress, I wouldn't think, with a game with Susan. But but the, the, the trip to the game, whether it's... The oh, ten, minute, 10 minutes from Geelong from home or whether it's the hour and 40 minutes from Geelong to Melbourne is always an event in itself. <laughs> so Sarah's second question. Oh, didn't know there were two. Yeah, she's asked two questions. Oh. Um, she's getting in there while uh, while we still have time because, you know, the season is almost oh, over. Almost over for us, yeah. And this relates to her second question. Mm. She says, what will you follow when the season is over? Oh, cricket. No, actually, I did. I did watch a little bit of the cricket while the football was on last night. I turned to Channel Nine and thought, "Boring." Australia was playing England. Susan Kelly says, "Channel Nine was it boring?" Well, no, no, the cricket <laughs> was boring. The cricket oh, okay. Was boring. The cricket. It is. And boring. I lasted about ten minutes, and not even that, mm. five minutes, and I just turned it off. Okay. So I don't think it'll be that. No doubt the basketball will be starting. And, of course, on Friday night, while we were winning at the football, the Boomers were lo- losing against Spain at the World Cup. And I had I had both going at the same time. I, I couldn't look at the game because Kevin wasn't watching it until the next day. And so I had to keep from him any scores that I was watching. And I'm watching the scores coming through for the Boomers game and thinking, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then I'm watching the football. So it's all, I would say it'll be the basketball. It was an evening of highs and lows. It was an evening of highs and okay. lows. And no doubt 
Kevin will be watching basketball for the rest of the summer season because the Warriors start to play, I'm told, in about three or four weeks. Okay. Okay. Great. Bridget, um, while we've got you here, uh, my question to you is, um, what was your favourite text message from mum from last night? On Friday night. On Friday night, sorry. Friday oh, night. I, I did have a good chuckle at one point when she was relaying to me what the commentators were telling me, telling us all, as we were watching the same coverage. Um, to which point I think I was quite tired. It was about 11 o'clock and I finally responded, we're watching the same thing, Mum. <laughs> um, but Mum, she does, it's pretty much the same as when we go to the football. She sends me her thoughts. And I don't respond until I finally have a thought. Oh, dear, don't you have many thoughts, Bridget? Of course, but I'm watching the game. <laughs> you want me to stop and message you in the middle of yeah, the well, play? Yeah, so mum often sends me one, two word, you know, messages. And I eventually think of, you know, oh, okay, now I can respond. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd, I'd say watching the football at home with mum next to me quite similar to sitting next to her hmm. um, because when I sit next to her, she also <laughs> tells me things. Amazing. But last week, I don't know if you covered this, we did have, she had a, she had a lady sitting next to her. Oh, no, we haven't talked about it. They, um, they got along well. Oh, good. And so I was off the hook She was from Machuca. <laughs> Where was she from, Machuca? Machuca. Well, you, did you tell her about your podcast? Because no, we don't—I don't know that we have any followers from Machuca. I, I mean, we've obviously got a huge amount of followers, <laughs> um, but I mean, we go as far as California. We do. Um, okay. Well, we're going to finish, I think, with um, just a little phone call with um, your oldest daughter, and maybe uh, we'll ask her a question. Yeah. Hopefully, um, she has. A young child with her. Hello. 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 Hi. What a a surprise. You're live to air. Mm. Live to air. I'll try and keep my language clean. Look, I don't know how to edit anything out. So if you could, I mean, if you don't, that's fine. It'll just be a sweary podcast. All right. Well, Lily Lily will also try and keep it clean. Okay. Is Lily still awake? We're, we're gonna we're almost finished because I know Mum wants to actually come and see you and Lily uh, yeah. this afternoon. But yeah. um, do you have any messages uh, for Mum in terms of um, keeping sane during this difficult time towards the end of the season? Well, I mean, considering that that Mum did was quite sure that last the game on the weekend on Friday night was going to be the last game. Yeah. Um, for the season. This should just be considered a bonus, and you know, just 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 ride the wave. Ride the wave. Ride yeah. the wave. Okay, that's good. How are you yeah. feeling about uh, Geelong's likelihood of winning winning the premiership? Um. Well, look. Um. To be honest, I didn't see all of the game because mm-hmm. I kept falling asleep. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, I feel like what I saw was quite positive uh-huh. and uh, considering I also have paid absolutely no attention to any other team in the competition this year. Just like year, yeah. Just yeah. Um, 
like and focusing only on what I know about Geelong, I feel pretty good about it. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any any questions for Mum that you've thought of in the last two minutes while we organise this phone call? Um, how is she feeling about Tom Hawkins potentially not playing this week? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed, but I think that he needs to be a bit more self-disciplined. Yeah. If there's no place you, on the... But how do you feel about the game? Well, <clears throat> you know, in some ways I feel that it, it, it'll be a big loss, as I said before, but I do think we can cover it with some... As long as the smaller players uh, are, are able to break through any defence, yeah. But uh, his presence directing traffic down in the forward line and taking the big marks will be will be missed. And Lily yes. agrees with me on that. Special Thanks. comments from Lily yeah. in the good. background. Robin will be happy because she has been she did miss Lily's input in Lily's the last. Uh, yeah, in the last yeah. podcast. Um, well, look, she um she has just eaten a whole can of baked beans. Oh, great! <laughs> so footy food and some some sourdough toast. So she's she's carving up. I think she's carving up. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to finish up. So, um, Mum, so I... So, I think uh, Lily needs to make sure she, her footy gear is all ready for next Friday night. Just, just uh, bear in mind that it is footy day on Thursday before the grand final at childcare. So, she's got to, we're going to have to uh, make to sure go. she is representing the club yep. um, appropriately. Absolutely. Yep. She's got her beanie. And that gives you enough time to miss a jumper for her. <laughs> it's over a week. <laughs> no, it, I thought you said this week. I have no, no, before the grand final. Oh, before the grand Either final. way, Mum, I don't think you need I, to knit her no, a, a cardigan. Think, it'll be too before. warm anyway for that. <laughs> too warm. Yeah, that's true. In, in Bendigo it will be. All right, Megan, I'm going to say goodbye to you. Bye. Mum's going to see you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye, Bye Lily. waving too. Bye. Bye. Um, okay, Mum, any final words? Go Cats. Go. Is that it? Any words for the coach? Any him. words oh, for the, the coach? Players? Just has to make sure he keeps mixing it up. Yeah. Mix it up. Don't be predictable. Make sure you use the whole ground and that the, that the team is ready to play on. Play on. Yeah. Okay, and. Um, Brian, please respond to our email. I don't know what you've got on that's so important, but I think this It'd is your nice priority. be nice to get a response. It would be nice to get a response. Mm. I mean, I know Susan sends a lot of emails. <laughs> it's hard to know which ones to respond to, but, um, yeah, that would be great. All right, well, thank you, Mum. Thank you, and, uh, Catherine. Good luck going into the preliminary, preliminary final. final. Mm. I'm learning a lot. You are Bridget, any lot. final messages? Well, I, I'd like a, uh, to make a request. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of big football nights coming up, and uh, I think we might have to have a special, well, you know, it's up to you, the podcast producer, but a special Brownlow night, perhaps. Oh, podcast. amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Do you watch the Brownlow month? This will make it watch it. <laughs> Generally not, oh. but um, if Bridget requests. Look. Oh, even just like, because it goes too long, she won't be able to watch the whole oh, thing. Oh, no. But maybe okay. just the start of it. That's okay. where all the interesting things happen. A start anyway. of the Brownlow <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I'm interested. Okay. All right. Let's hook that up. Okay. Thank we might you. have to wear our Brownlow gowns. <laughs> this has up. Because, you know, I think, I think dressing up 
Dressing up for radio is really important. Mum's currently wearing like a snuggy sort of scenario. So, um, okay. Well, uh, thanks very much, Mum. Thank you, Catherine okay. and Bridget and Jared and well, Kevin. And, and Megan and, Megan and, and Lily. Lily. All right. Bye. bye. If you have a question for Susan, please leave us a comment or a review or I don't know if we want feedback, but who knows? <laughs>